DD Moonflyer here. Welcome to the podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Tonight on Twilight Tonic, I have something completely different that I'm kind of excited about. I am finding there is a growing need for gatherings that are amazing, like this next guest I have on, Jamie Duran from Rhode Island. Her and many other women have put together a festival, Mystical Woman's Magic Fest. Hi, Jamie. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. And I am humbled by having you on here because I've read some of the stuff on your website. And I would love you to tell my audience about you and why you chose to do this. Okay. Um, Well, I'm uh, from Rhode Island. I'm mid 40s. You know, I um, work in the mental health field. And um, starting in 2004, I attended uh, a different festival called um, the Michigan Women's uh, Music Festival. Mm-hmm. And that sort of festival happened for 40 years from like the year before I was born until 2015. So mm-hmm. I got to go for only like the last decade or so of it happening. Um, and I was truly transformed by what I experienced there. And um, so, but it ended, right? It ended in 2015. And then it was sort of like, what's going to happen from here, you know, and a group of women got together to purchase the land that it was held on, because it's a huge, uh, like, maybe 250 or 60 acres of land of, you know, surrounded by the state forest. And um, it's in Michigan, like, sort of towards... Grand Rapids area uh, above Grand Rapids. So it's, it's really secluded and beautiful. It has tons of old, Mm. like old growth uh, oak trees. And it's just really beautiful to be there. Wow. So this group of women purchased the land and then they opened it up Mm. to people who wanted to host their own events there. And that's sort of how I got started because, you know, 
when the festival ended, I think a lot of us were really devastated, including me. (laughs) And (laughs) I um, understand. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like, you know, how can we continue this tradition on and, you know, basically do things, you know, in a new way, but um, similar to the old way. (laughs) So tell me about some of the workshops you're having and some of the highlights in the festival. Okay. Well, we always have uh, drumming workshops. We have two drumming teachers this year. Um, We uh, do um, a variety of different types of drumming. Um, So there's West African drumming. There's also Mm -hmm. Middle Eastern drumming, frame Mm -hmm. drumming. And um, then, you know, we try to have the drumming group do a little presentation of what they've been doing all week at the end of the week. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, so the drumming, and then we've got a whole um, spirituality component as well. Ooh, I'm really interested in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we have uh, a couple of different teachers um, coming that specialize in Yoruba um, teachings, and they're they're going to be leading some workshops. Um, we might not even have all of the workshops up on the website at this point yet. Okay. But um, so those will, that'll be some of the workshops. We're also having a, a whole thread on polyamory as well with um, a bunch like a whole group of people that are putting that kind of thread together. Okay. And um, I'm kind of opening that up and looking at you. Know, sacred sexuality and other types of just like, you know, little fun events that they're going to throw as well. Okay. Um, the, the, and then we have performances. Ah, well, the per- first thing you mentioned, Jamie, sounds really interesting. Um, the West African religion was, is it West African religion? Yes. Uh, tell my audience a little bit about that. Okay. Well, we have um, two teachers who are coming um, that specialize in that. And it's basically a religion where, you know, we kind of worship the African deities and um, it's similar to voodoo, but it's not exactly voodoo. Although our mm-hmm. teachers are, you know, they have a wide variety of knowledge. Sure. And so, you know, depending on what they choose to do this year, um, we'll have workshops based on that. Like last year, one of the things that we did is we created our own crystal wands mm-hmm. um, with branches we found in the forest and and a bunch of crystals that we put on top and decorated, you know, mm-hmm. with other stuff. So what is the correct pronunciation of that West African religion? It's it's Yor- called Yor- Yoruba. Yoruba. Yeah. And... um Usually, you know, a lot of people are aligned with a particular deity. The one that I am really connected to is the goddess Oya, Mm -hmm. who brings the winds and the change and the, you know, the tornadoes. (laughs) It's actually really funny that last year um, I kind of dedicated the fest to her in the program and then um one of the nights of the festival we had this huge storm just blow through 
and it was tornado like it was like i'm here you summoned me i'm here kind of <laughs> you know like she was talking to us and and to me and our other teachers i'm sure sure they have their way of letting you know don't they they absolutely do and what other spiritual things is going to happen there um so i think that we'll have a an herbal workshop um <laughs> by someone um that was there last year and it'll be sort of a repeat of what she did the previous year uh-huh. and then um we let me see what else see i'm not i'm not on the workshop schedule. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not the one that does it now. Okay. So I know that the person who, like, she's getting a bunch of um, write-ups from people. So we're still sort of in that process. Um, I'm trying to think of what other workshops I can think of. Um, someone does breast casting where <clears throat> you can basically make a cast of your breast to take home with you, oh which is really cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's one of the kind of standard that we do and try to do every year. Um, let's see. Oh, I, I we, see Queen Hollands is going to be there. Yes. Yep. And she's one of our our teachers uh, who's in charge of, like, the opening ceremony and, mm -hmm. you know, brings her magic. She's the one that led the wand-making workshop. Um, oh, wonderful. Yeah. And then, you know, she leads some rituals from the stage that are really just beautiful, you know, calls on the ancestors. And because um, that's a big part of what it's all about is, you know, connecting mm -hmm. with our ancestors and the ancestors of the land and i think yeah. about how many women who have walked on that land you know yes um who are now no, no longer with us i mean 40 years is a long time to yeah. be gathering there with thousands of women yes uh, oh, absolutely and queen holland is pretty awesome she's a spiritual activist a light worker and a guardian and a midwife and a spiritual counselor. That's really, really cool that she's going to be there. Yes, I agree. And she just brings wonderful energy to our gathering. Um, I feel very connected to her. Um, she's been very supportive of this event from the very beginning. And um, I'm so happy. I mean, she's coming from California <laughs> to be wow, there. Oh, so. that's amazing. Yeah. And then you also have singers and painters and dancers. And there's a lady, Mimi. I think it's Mimi Gonzalez. Yeah, she's she sounds phenomenal, too. Mm -hmm. Yep, she's a great comedian. She also does a writing workshop. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, yeah, I wasn't thinking of that earlier. But she does um, a writing workshop where... You know, she kind of teaches people how to write uh, poetry and other stuff and just kind of to let let their inner voice like kind of flow, you know, and onto the page. Um, and she's just a wonderful person. She's also been extremely supportive of the event since the very beginning. Yeah, um, yeah she's she's great. She's come every year so far. So, and this is um, really cool too. Womb gardening, herbs, and songs for the womb. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, that's very unique. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Deanna Rose. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, that's the herbal one that I was thinking of from last year that'll be repeated um because i feel like you know she she brings a lot of great energy she's also a crystal bowl uh musician so yeah she you know will do something from the stage she'll be playing the crystal bowls and getting that going with the vibrations and then also singing at the same time and you know her songs are very devotional to the goddess and Mm -hmm. um it fits right in with our theme and um yeah so She's she's another good part of our our staff. <laughs> yeah, Basically. it sounds beautiful. I really like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the body casting magic, which it looks also interesting to you. That looks like fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that would connect you with your unique your uniqueness and accepting your body. That's really cool. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you have yoga. Yes. Yep. We have yoga. And then another uh, big portion of our workshops uh, have to do with basically the intersection of like, you know, race, class, uh, gender. Like we discuss this in a very intense, you know, workshop that somebody kind of leads, facilitates. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's, you know, basically like we're opening ourselves up and being vulnerable and talking about, you know, race and how different things affect different people in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's really an educational workshop, but also um, it's connected to the emotions as well. Sure. So. Yeah. It's a safe space. Mm-hmm to discuss and to try to understand each other. Absolutely. And uh, Diane Fisher is the woman who leads that. Mm, That's wonderful. uh, Yeah, she's phenomenal. That's amazing. Um, It's nice to have those safe spaces where you can come together as a community of women and discuss these things. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you have Middle Eastern drumming, which I'm highly familiar with. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's yeah. Chris this year. Yes, Chris Gossie is yeah. the drumming teacher who does that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we've crossed paths a few times in my dance career. I that's what I did thirty for thirty years professionally is Middle Eastern dance and modern dance. So when I looked at that, I was like, I kind of reckon, yeah, that's Chris. So. Huh. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, cool. that's funny. Where did you do the dance at? I'm from Dayton, Ohio originally, and I had my own dance companies and I traveled back and forth to Turkey and and then I ended up retiring about oh three years ago. Cause I wanted oh, other wow. things. It actually consumed my life was dance for almost oh gosh, thirty years, yeah. Wow. And I was raised in spiritual stuff. I had an amazing mom, which I say probably in all my podcasts because I, she was very amazing. But um, she raised me with Edgar Casey and spirituality, and she had she took a course in miracles. She did all kinds of really unique things. So I was kind of blessed in that way. So all this stuff is just 
getting better and better because we have more access to finding out where these festivals are and where these workshops are now than when I was a kid. Yeah. So that's amazing. So what brought you to all of this? What point in your life you decided, I'm going to start a festival that's been going three years? And what brought you to your spiritual awakening or journey, Jamie? Um, well, I mean, I would have to say that um, I was, as I said, you know, really devastated when the festival ended. And then um, the last year of it was 2015. Uh, and then the, the week of one festival should have been in 2016. I just kind of lost it a little bit. You know, I had mm-hmm. a little bit of a mental health issue. <laughs> um, and so and and then and I knew I had to do something. You know, I didn't know what exactly it was yet. It wasn't quite defined. Um, You know, I just, I knew that there were women doing stuff and um, I was trying to figure out what was going on. And, you know, it took a little bit of time and um, basically for those answers to come about. And, you know, turns out that this particular group of women um, were able to sign a contract to purchase the land and then open it up for people to do events. And I was like, okay, I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I just sort of had this drive and desire to, um, to create this event, even though I've never done anything like this in my life, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's never been anything I kind of thought of myself doing um it was just like you know it it was a calling it really was you know and um i did some rituals um that's how i came up with the name um and if you notice mystical woman's magic fest has the first like abbreviation of Mm -hmm. um it's so it's similar to michigan woman's music fest it's uh yeah the same letters to start with each word. So, um, yeah. And then, um, you know, there was an issue too about how are, are we going to open this up, you know, uh-huh. um, because Mishfest itself was always the intention sort of that was, you know, spoken or not spoken in certain ways was that, you know, it was for women who were born female, who were presenting female in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and the issue of, you know, can trans people come to this, you know, mm-hmm. ha- was yeah. a big controversy when it was going on. And, um, you know, kind of the question was, is this festival going to open up to that, you know, and, and allow trans people to come in? Mm-hmm. And the answer was yes. You know, Oya right. told me, yes, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's really interesting. And what's the time period that this is going to happen in? I know it's in July, but what are the dates? It's July 5th through the 10th. Um, yeah, so it's a Tuesday to a Sunday and basically everybody arrives on Tuesday, you know, gets their tent set up and, um, you know, gets ready and then something happens on Tuesday evening, whether it's a movie or a ritual. Um, 
you know, we're figuring all of that out now. Um, yeah. And then Wednesday starts the workshops with the performances in the evening. Um, and they happen pretty much all day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and Saturday. And then Sunday is like, you know, say goodbye and drive home day. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're going to have to have rest for a couple of days before going back to your life, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Big events can wear you out sometimes. As wonderful as they are. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a camping event, obviously, because you said set yes. up camping. So can they bring campers or just tents? Uh, both are allowed. Yeah. Okay, so RVs there are hookups and... and stuff like that for them? Uh, no, actually, there are not hookups. So, okay. yeah, um, you know, they people that do bring RVs will take their RVs. And I don't I have never been in an RV, so <laughs> I'm not really sure how it works. But I know they have something they have to dump. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they do that after the event. Gotcha. The black water. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then they can also, uh, you know, get electricity if they need it out mm-hmm. there. Um, but it's only, you know, to be used for like medical devices, things like that, where, mm-hmm. you know, they absolutely need the electricity. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a very quiet weekend, guys. <laughs> Which is good, because it's nice to shut off the world for a little bit and learn something new. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Especially with some of this stuff, you know, you mentioned like the West African religion and stuff. That just seems so unique because you don't hear you're beginning to hear more and more about those religions. Mm -hmm. And people are becoming more aware of them. You know, you didn't hear much of about them 10 years ago or even five years ago i think in the past probably the past 10 years i've heard more and more about them and i think it started in the 90s too because people got got wind of like i know movies like interview the vampire you know you saw new orleans you saw bits and pieces and then serpent and the rainbow and all those movies people were starting to take interest but not like now there's so much more out there, maybe because the Internet offers so much knowledge, how to get a hold of these people to learn. Mm-hmm. So that people absolutely makes sense. Yeah. So people don't realize it's not just, you know, like Hollywood, how it presents it. It's an actual beautiful religion with gods and goddesses. Mm-hmm. And yeah. healing and ceremony, just like any other religion. So I find it really fascinating and phenomenal that you're offering that Mm -hmm. now is there a special interest for you in that form of religion is that why you Um, chose it yeah I, i you know as i mentioned i studied various uh types um starting with Gardenarian uh, witchcraft, and then I kind of went from there to a different, um, you know, group that practices the Magayan tradition, which is very specific to like New England, Rhode Island in particular, probably. Um, and then after I did that, then I learned about reclaiming the reclaiming tradition that Starhawk founded um, oh, yeah. in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. 
um, studied that for a while. And then, um, you know, I, reading her books, she talks about her friend, Louisa Tisch, and she's also in a video that she had done way back a long time ago, like in the 80s, maybe mm-hmm. 90s. I'm not sure. Um, and so I, I was curious about her and I wanted to like find out a little more about her. And I met her at once at a workshop in San Francisco. Um, and then um, I just sort of started to like do some online classes and mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I had emailed her to come and try to, t- you know, teach at the event. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, you know, up there in age, you know, um, she's, she's, I think she's eight. I'm not sure, but I think she's 80 or something like that. Oh, wow. Time flies. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, uh, so she directed me to Queen Holland. She thought that Queen would be, um, a perfect sort of person to mm-hmm. come and she was and and you know I knew Queen actually because she attended Mishfest as well uh-huh. um, but in a completely different capacity she taught African dance oh yeah uh, during Mishfest every single year she would teach African dance um, and now she's teaching uh, much more intense spiritual material and and mm-hmm. doing a lot more and in, in terms of guiding the not only like guiding us in you know different practices while we're there but also like just guiding me as well you know a little bit to figure out kind of of you know different things um how to proceed on different things Mm -hmm. so yeah I feel very blessed and then you know we have another woman coming um who was also recommended by Louisa Tish her name is uh, Ifalade Tashia Asante, who actually goes by Love Asante now. Mm-hmm. And um, I started talking to her at the same time I started talking to Queen, and it just didn't work out for her to come uh-huh. until this year. Um, so she's coming, and she's another great spiritual teacher that I've yet to meet who, um, you know, basically. Uh, I feel will will bring a lot of the type of energy that Queen already brings, and so um, I'm really excited to have her there as well. What an amazing opportunity to meet these women! Mm-hmm. You know, they sound so beautiful and very knowledgeable. Yes, that's yes. amazing. And what do you think? What do you foresee this festival growing each year? What is your dream guest that you would love to have come to the festival? My dream guest? Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it would be great if the Indigo Girls came <laughs> to perform. Um uh- I would be there. I've seen them. They're phenomenal. I love the Indigo Girls. I saw them a couple years ago with Joan Baez. Fantastic. Yeah, cool. I saw them at that show, too. Um, You know, probably that tour. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, I, I, you know, most of what we try to do is, like, switch up 
the musicians each year mm-hmm. uh, or most of them anyway um, to have uh, like a few different headliners come um, so last year um, we had Ginger Doss and Melinda Millard mm-hmm. and uh, Raina Williams who you know they're all all three of them are phenomenal uh, instrumentalists mm-hmm. and writers of songs <laughs> like they're, they're just great um and then this year we have a woman named Deidre McCullough and also um Chris Matthews and Heather May as sort of our our headliners uh for this year and and you know all three of them again are powerhouses so right <laughs> just yeah. excited to have them as well and you know Chris and, and Heather are a duo as Linda and Ginger were a duo last year. So we're just sort of followed in this theme. I don't know that we'll do the same next year. We'll we'll have to figure it out. But yeah. That's amazing. I really think this is a great festival. I'm very excited about it, actually. Oh, thanks. Um, let's see. Is there anything else you'd like to add to the interview to let let people have more information. How do they get a hold of you, Jamie? Um, well, we have a website and it is mysticalwomansmagicfest.com and uh, woman is spelled with an X. Okay. And so people can go there. Um, and from that site, you know, we do have like a link where you can click and write us an email. Um just you know type out whatever you want to say whatever your question is and send it to us and we you know we always back to them um whatever people are you know wanting to get in touch with us about um you know i i also have the facebook page uh Mm -hmm. and that's how you contacted me um and people you know send me messages through that page often from facebook and that's another way to connect with us. Um, and we have a Facebook group, um, which is, is pretty large at this point. There's about 2000 women in there. Wow. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, just going into that, being a member of that Facebook group is a way to kind of know what's going on and stay up to date on things. Absolutely. Yeah, well, this is quite an undertaking. I must congratulate you on your third year this year, correct? Yes, this is our third year uh, live in person. In 2020, we did an online event because of COVID. Right. Well, I want to congratulate you. And I want to thank you for presenting such a opportunity to learn new and different things in spirituality. You're definitely a mover and a shaker in this industry. And I want to thank you, Jamie. Oh, thank you. That's a really nice compliment. You deserve that compliment, girl. You've you've done a lot. I can't even imagine holding an event that big. <laughs> yeah, well, we are limited, though. It, it's not like Mishfest was, unfortunately. We don't have thousands mm-hmm. of women coming, you know. Um, we're, we're struggling right now, honestly, to sell enough tickets to put on the event. Um well, I'm going to promote it, and I'm going to tell people, sign up. It's in July. That's great. Awesome. I, I really appreciate Is there that. day passes? Can they come for a day if they're interested in a workshop or a class? Unfortunately, no, we okay. can't do it that way. 
Um, you know, we could probably do like a weekend pass or, you know, if somebody wants to come in, let's say, you know, Thursday or Friday and stay till Sunday, like we could possibly, you know, possibly like do like a, a cheaper rate. Um, our tickets are, you know, $325 oh. up to 600 and that's sliding scale. Okay. So basically, you know, we kind of trust women to be honest and, um, you know, you know, if you make, you know, enough money that you are able to afford to pay at the higher right. rate, that's awesome for us and helps us a lot um, to cover more of our expenses and then, you know, people who can just kind of pay the minimum, mm-hmm. like that's what they select. And, you know, Mishfest did it that way. And and that's uh, something that we definitely think worked well. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, you know, following that um, kind of that example. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, folks, if you really want to go, don't forget, you can always email Jamie or you can message her on Facebook. It doesn't hurt to ask. And, you know, she can keep you updated. So, yeah. And we do have a scholarship application as well. So if, okay. you know, people need assistance, um, we do have some funds available for that. So, um, you know, I would encourage anybody that wants to come mm-hmm. who can't afford it to fill out the scholarship uh, application Absolutely. on the website. Absolutely. Jamie, I want to thank you for coming on the Twilight Tonic. It was a pleasure having you and keep up the great work and I'll advertise you on my pages as well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It was great talking to you. You too. You have a wonderful evening, Jamie. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.